Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Friday, November 15th edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'll be taking you guys through the latest in the world of mixed martial arts. Happy Friday, everyone. We made it to the end of the week. We got UFC Sao Paulo tomorrow, and uh, Bellator 234 will be airing uh, tonight on Paramount. I got to mention that fight card actually took place yesterday in Israel. It was on, it's going to be on tape delay, so the results are out there. I actually haven't checked the results myself, so I'm not going to share them on here. I know people don't like to get spoiled. I'm not going to talk about that today. I'll talk about it a little bit Monday, but I didn't want to spoil it for anyone. I didn't want to spoil it for myself, quite frankly. I'm going to tape it tonight and watch it later. So uh, somehow, Belter still does tape delay events in 2019. It's crazy. There's really no reason that they should still be doing it, but because they are, I didn't want people to get spoiled, so I'm not going to talk about that card today. Uh but I do have a lot of other stuff to talk about. So let's get right into it. Uh, first things first, Darren Till and Robert Whitaker have been going back and forth on social media lately, and it really seemed to have reached a high point yesterday. It seems like they've agreed to fight uh, UFC London, probably the main event, if I had to guess. The UFC has been going to London in March, so I would assume this fight card would take place in March 2020. And Darren Till versus Robert Whitaker makes perfect sense as the main event. Two stars in the UFC, Till obviously coming off a huge win over Kelvin Gastelum. At UFC 244 in his middleweight debut, and then Robert Whitaker, he is coming off the loss to Israel Adesanya, but still the number one ranked guy, number one contender, I should say, in the middleweight division, an incredible fighter. I love this matchup, makes a lot of sense. Both guys need to fight, both guys uh, stars, two young stars, uh, both guys looking to get back in the title picture. Darren Till, if he gets a win over Whitaker, probably becomes a number one contender behind Paul Acosta. And for Robert Whitaker, whatever Darren Till would put him right back in the driver's seat to get a rematch with Israel Adesanya. So to me, this is a great fight. Not official yet by any means, but it seems like both guys really want it. The UFC, I think, would be dumb to pass on this one. This is a very easy fight to book. Makes a lot of sense. Both guys want it. Just book it. UFC, London main event in 2020, five-round fight. It'd probably be a close fight as far as the betting odds go. I assume it'd be close to a pick I really don't know who'd win this fight. People will probably favor Till, I think, because it's taking place in London. But you can't stay on Rob Whitaker. I know you get he got knocked out in the last fight, but he had won, I think, uh, eight straight fights before that or nine straight fights. So he looked amazing. And you cannot sleep on this guy. He's still one of the best middleweights in the world. I really want to see this matchup. It's a fight that makes a lot of sense, especially with Yoel Romero possibly fighting Israel Adesanya for the belt and Paulo Costa injured. All right, a couple other things here. Daniel Pineda. Wow, this is crazy. So. This guy had an amazing story. He came out of like basically nowhere. He used to fight in the UFC. He's fought in Bellator as well, but he came out of nowhere on short notice to fight in the PFL, and he got two quick wins uh, to make get to the finals of the featherweight tournament against Lance Palmer. And now he's tested positive for banned substance, substances by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. Has been pulled from the fight. So unfortunately, Daniel Pineda will not be fighting Lance Palmer anymore. I think that's a fight a lot of us wanted to see. It was pretty intriguing after seeing what Pineda did, but. Uh, he will not be fighting because he's tested positive for banned sub- substances. We don't know what those substances are. They were not disclosed. Uh, his manager, Jason Howe, says that they are looking into what caused the, the uh, positive drug test. So the story is not over yet, but Pineda has been pulled from the card. He will not be fighting Lance Palmer for the million dollars, which obviously is a huge blow to him personally because that's a lot of life-changing money potentially. And I think for the fans, it kind of sucks too because this was going to be a really good fight. So I'm, I was looking forward to that matchup myself. It will not be happening, and now Lance Palmer will actually be fighting out against Alex Gilpin in the finale of the PFL Season 2 Featherweight Final. You know what? This is a trilogy fight. It's, I guess, kind kind of interesting, but to me, uh, I don't know, guys. Like, I think Lance Palmer, this is another easy win for him, personally. Uh, we have seen, like I said, these guys fight twice, actually, this year alone. Palmer won decisions both times. This is a five-round fight, not three, but I don't see anything different about this 
matchup this time around. I think Lance Palmer easily wins this fight. This is a really bad matchup, in my opinion, for Alex Gilpin, and I believe that Lance Palmer wins an easy decision to uh, win the Season 2 Featherweight Tournament once again. Uh, a couple other things here. Tiago Santos, he is back in training, and he's actually training with his girlfriend, Yannick Kunis Cadwell. They went public with their relationship this week, so uh, good for them, I guess. Uh, they are obviously both UFC fighters. I think it was kind of cool to hear about that. Uh, he credits his girlfriend, Kunis Cadwell, for really helping him get through the recovery process after the John Jones fight. He had double knee surgery. He really injured both his knees badly in that fight. And also, according to Santos, uh, he actually was considering retiring after the fight because he took so much damage and he was very uh, at a low point in his career. But his uh, he friends his girlfriend for helping him get through it. And Kuniskaya, she's actually fighting Aspen Ladd at UFC Washington DC next month. And Santos has been training her at the UFC PI. So you know, happy for these two, and I think they they make an interesting couple for sure. Probably one of the strongest looking couples I've ever seen. Uh, you can go check the pictures out on on their Instagram. They they posted a bunch of them. They're all lovey dovey right now. So pretty cool stuff there uh, for Tiago Santos and Yana. All right, a couple of fight announcements here to get through, guys. Uh, some interesting ones. Okay, so unfortunately, Veronica Macedo is out of her fight against Arian Lipsky at UFC Sao Paulo, and somehow the UFC was able to get a short notice replacement at 24 hours notice against Lipsky. So it would be Isabella Dupeda. I don't know a ton about her. I don't think any of us do, let's be honest here. Uh, let me pull her out here. Uh, she will be taking the fight on, like I said, short notice on uh, really like – like 24 hours no she is normally a straw weight so she didn't have to cut weight she actually had i think to gain weight if anything she's five and one in her career she's 28 years old she's on a five fight win streak she just fought last month so she's fought recently uh she is another one of lucas lucas's uh, fighters she has fought i guess one notable fighter luana carolina who's in the ufc right now she did lose to her back in 2015 but since then is undefeated actually took a three-year break between 2015 and 2018 so she looked pretty good lately for sure, but I mean, taking on Lipsky on like a day's notice, I guess a bigger fighter, this is not a good matchup for her. I expect Lipsky to be a heavy favorite at the uh, sports books when they do open the odds. I'm assuming they will open odds for this fight later today or tomorrow uh, morning because the fight obviously is tomorrow night. But yeah, I do not like this fight for uh, for Isabella Dupadua. It's not a good matchup for her. Uh, Bellator Japan also announced a couple fights for that card, or I should say Bellator's announced some fights for the Bellator Japan card. Uh, Lawrence Larkin has been told he was going to be on the card for a while now, and he does have an opponent now. He'll be taking on the UFC veteran Keita Nakamura, which is a really fun fight, actually. Lawrence Larkin is an excellent fighter, 21-7 record. He's coming off three straight wins, beat Andre Korshkov in his last fight that was uh, last month. Looked great in that fight. Also beat Jan Pascu and Fernando Gonzalez before that. The guy has some great wins in his career. Santiago Pentanabio, Jorge Mazadol, Leo Magni. He's a very dangerous fighter. Robbie Lawler as well. So he's he's fought a lot of good guys. At times, he's been inconsistent. He hasn't looked great in Bellator with just the 3-2 and two record. But I do like this match performing at Nakamura. A, a very experienced guy, 35-10-2. He's been around forever. He is actually coming off a knockout win in, in Ryzen last month. So good for him to get that win. Uh, he obviously was in the UFC twice. His last one didn't go too well. He lost to uh, Sultan Aliyev earlier this year and was released. But the nice win and, and rising in his last fight. I just don't really like this match for him against uh, Lawrence Larkin. It's uh, not a it's not a good matchup for him. Lawrence Larkin should uh, easily win this fight uh, by knockout, if, my, if you ask me. And I don't like this matchup for him at all. Uh, Goiti Yamauchi will be taking on Darren Crookshank at Bellator Japan. Interesting fight here. Darren Crookshank, another guy who was in the UFC. He's been in Ryzen for the last little while. An excellent fighter for sure. Darren Crookshank is. Uh, he is 
22-12 in one no contest in his career. He is coming off two straight losses, though, in Ryzen, so hasn't looked great lately. Lost to Damian Brown, lost to this guy, Tofiq Musayev. Before that, had won four straight fights, including a knockout fly knee over Diego Brando. So a very good fighter. Uh, obviously fought in the UFC for a long time. I, I like Darren Kirkshank, always have, but this matchup's pretty tough against Gordy Yamauchi. He's coming off two straight wins, last, won five of his last six fights. He's looked great. Uh, the younger guy here, I like Yamauchi in this fight. He actually is a Japanese-born uh, Brazilian, so he'll be kind of having a homecoming here. I like this matchup for him. And uh, the last fight announcement here, Alejandra Lara versus Vita Ariaga at Bellator fight for the troops. And I think a lot of people thought that Laura might fight for the belt, but she's obviously not getting that title shot. Um, let's take a look at her record here. Laura is eight and three in her career. She's coming off that win over Taylor Turner. Um, actually, sorry, it was Velasquez that was going to get the title shot. My, my mistake. But yeah, uh, Laura is still a top contender in that division. Uh, and like I said, she'll be taking on Veda Oriaga, who uh, actually was supposed to fight for the belt a little while ago. Um, or she did fight for the belt. She lost by doctor stoppage. And there were some rumors of a possible rematch with Lima Lane McFarlane. That obviously did not happen, but still a top contender. So this fight's going to happen at the Bellator fight for the troops event. Salute the troops, I guess they call it, in Bellator. And uh, speaking about that, I think the UFC, be time for them to do another one of those salute the troops events. It's been a while since they did one of those. And I think a lot of people like those. So that's it for today's show, guys. I appreciate you tuning in as always. For the Friday edition of the podcast, like I said, UFC Sao Paulo is tomorrow. It's going to be a really fun card. Myself and Cole Sheldon, we broke down the entire card on the Tuesday edition of the podcast. So go back and check that out. Go see all my picks for that. MAOddsbreaker.com has my full fight uh, written breakdown for the Yamp Blachowicz, Ronaldo Jacare Souza fight. Love that matchup. Looking forward to it. Check that out. Opening odds reactions as well over there. Uh, BJPen.com, lots of articles right now. And as far as this podcast, podcast goes, you know, MAOddsbreaker.com, YouTube. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, and uh, Anchor, and of course iTunes. So go and subscribe to iTunes, guys. All right, have a great weekend. I'll be back Monday for the Monday edition of the podcast recapping UFC Sao Paulo. Have an awesome weekend, guys. See ya.